It's funny the things you dream about or wish for as a child. I remember as a grade school student drinking from a water fountain in the hallway outside our classroom, wishing it had a secret switch that I could press that would change the fountain's offering from water to root beer. I actually spent time in a long extended daydream during class. Yes, I found schoolwork boring, working on the mechanics in my brain of how I can make such a thing work. Though I thought of several elaborate and practical ways to make it happen, the main trouble for me was how could I do it and not get caught? Such are the carefree musings of a six-year-old. Come to think of it though, in this week's Gospel from John, we see Jesus succeeding where I failed, flipping the switch, if you will, and changing water not to root beer, but to wine. Here's the story. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, that, what concern is that to you and me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. And so they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept a good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. There's a few things going on in the story. As with my lead into this podcast, we tend to focus on Jesus turning water into wine because, hey, who wouldn't like that? It's a dream come true, even for six-year-olds, especially if it's root beer instead of wine. But let's look beyond a miracle to the background and scenery. Let's look particularly at Mary. Jesus' mother is said to be at the wedding. And then in a separate sentence, you see Jesus and his disciples, they are mentioned as being invited. And Jesus' place at the wedding is different from Mary's. And if we look at her actions, one, she learns of the wine running out. Two, she goes to Jesus about it. And three, even though Jesus offers a protest, she gives instructions to the servers. Reflecting on these actions and a description of her being at the wedding as opposed to Jesus' invitation, you wonder if Mary is actively involved in the wedding. Is she assisting the steward? The theologian Matthew Henry actually puts forth that Mary is there as one who is at home. At the wedding of Cana, we see Mary is anxious. To run out of wine would have been a major, major embarrassment. In her anxiety, not knowing what to do, she turns to Jesus. But why? The Gospel of John states that this is his first miracle, so it's not like he's healed anyone or walked on water yet. Why would Mary go to Jesus? Some have tried to answer this question by saying she was expecting Jesus to smooth things over with a maybe a parable about drunkenness or knowing when to say when. But I think this is really too simple of an answer, and I, I think it discredits Mary's faith. Here you have a woman who has been visited by angels, witnessed really unusual events around Jesus' birth. 
Q, shepherds, and magi, and had significant prophecies spoken over him and to her from Simeon. Uh, namely, if you look at uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 35, where Simeon tells her, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Mothers also, they tend to know a lot about their kids. In the Gospel of Luke, we hear of Mary taking uh, experiences such as the shepherds at the manger, for one, and she ponders them in her heart. Jesus at this time is probably in his late 20s at the wedding, and you know he's called a couple of disciples. It makes you wonder, has he done a few things around the house that maybe have confirmed some of those ponderings that Mary has had? Or could we say that Mary's pondering is actually her belief, and she's now seeing a manifestation of all that she has believed in? The bottom line is, Jesus hears his mother's anxiety, and though he does offer a protest with, my hour has not come, oh come on mom, he does obey her, and he saves the day. The best has been saved for last, and the wedding guests are happy. What we can say is that Cana, Mary believes something about Jesus that no one else in the room does, and her faith does not leave her disappointed. <laughs>